Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry, featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two ministers of God's economy who served together in China for nearly 20 years. Watchman Nee was imprisoned by the Chinese government in 1952 and remained there until his death in 1972. Following his imprisonment, Witness Lee carried on this ministry in Taiwan and eventually in America and ultimately around the world. He served the Lord for more than 70 years before going to be with him in 1997. His major contribution was through a 21-year labor he called Life Study, an exhaustive commentary on the entire Bible. This program is based on those messages. Before we join today's show, we'd like to give you our website where you can find more programs just like this one. It's lsmradio.org. Again, lsmradio.org. Radio.org. Now, here's our show today. The Book of Proverbs is a collection of gems which are detailed precepts for man to live a proper human life. In the mid 1950s, Witness Lee did a life study on Proverbs in Taipei, Taiwan, in which he classified all of the detailed Proverbs into 72 categories. Today, we're going to use the majority of our radio program on the Life Study of Proverbs to hear a reading of these gems as categorized by Witness Lee in the 1950s. This is the second of three programs where we are covering the reading of these by Carrie Robichaux at Witness Lee's request. Today's portion will cover the second of three major sections in Proverbs, entitled by Witness Lee as Admonitions and Teachings. Right now, let's go to Carrie Robichaux's reading, after which, we'll hear a very enlightening and encouraging word from Witness Lee. Concerning gluttonous, wine-loving, and pleasure-loving. A. Wine is a mocker, strong drink a brawler, and whoever errs by it is not wise. B. He who loves pleasure will be a poor man. He who loves wine and oil will not be rich. Do not be among those who get drunk with wine among gluttonous eaters of flesh. For the drunkard and the glutton will come to poverty, and drowsiness will clothe them with rags. D. When you sit to eat with a ruler, consider carefully who is before you, and put a knife to your throat if you are a man of great appetite. (laughs) Do not desire his delicacies, for they are deceitful food. Do not eat the bread of one who is envious, and do not desire his delicacies. For as he thinks within himself, so he is. He says to you, eat and drink, but his heart is not with you. You will vomit up the morsel which you have eaten, and waste your pleasant word. (laughs) Eat. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has contentions? Who has complaining? Who has wounds without cause? Who has redness of eyes? Those who linger late over wine. Those who go to seek out mixed wines. Do not look upon the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. 
In the end, it bites like a serpent and stings like an adder. Your eyes will see strange things and your heart will utter perverse things and you will be like one who lies down while at sea or like one who lies down at the top of a mast. They struck me, but I was not hurt. They beat me, but I did not feel it. When will I awake? I will seek another drink. Number two. Concerning anger and strife, A. It is an honor for a man to keep away from strife, but every fool rushes headlong into it. B. Do not go out hastily to strive, otherwise what will you do in the end when your neighbor puts you to shame? C. For lack of wood, the fire goes out, and where there is no whisperer, contention quiets down. As charcoal to hot embers and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. Oh, oh Lord, help me not to be a contentious man. Good, good gem. D. A fool utters all his anger, but a wise man holds it back. An angry man stirs up contention, and a furious man abounds in transgression. Number three, concerning sin. A. Who can say, I have made my heart clean, I am pure from my sin? B. He who covers his transgressions will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. I like this verse. I like this verse. Oh, he who covers his transgressions will not prosper. Lord, help me. Help me never cover my transgression. But whoever confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Right? Okay, go on. C. He who sows injustice will reap iniquity, and the rod of his wrath will fail. Number four, concerning falsehood and perverseness. A. Differing weights and differing measures, both of them are an abomination to Jehovah. Differing weights are an abomination to Jehovah, and false scales are not good. B. Thorns and snares are in the way of the perverse. He who guards his soul will keep far from them. C. The bread of falseness is sweet to a man, but afterward his mouth will be filled with gravel. Number five, concerning pride, self-trusting, self-boasting, and self-honoring. A, proud, haughty, scorner are the names of him who works in the arrogance of pride. B, a man's pride will bring him low, but he who is of a lowly spirit will obtain honor. C, he who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but he who walks wisely will be delivered. D. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring forth. Let another praise you, and not your own mouth, a foreigner, and not your own lips. E. Do not claim honor for yourself in the presence of the king, and do not stand in the place of great men, 
For it is better that it is said to you, Come up here, than that you should be put lower in the presence of the noble whom your eyes have seen. Number six, concerning seeking one's own glory. Have you found honey? Eat only what you need, lest you become filled up with it and vomit it. It is not good to eat much honey, nor is it glory for men to search out their own glory. Number seven, concerning slothfulness and the love of sleep. A, the sluggard will not plow because of winter, therefore he will beg in harvest and have nothing. Do not love sleep or else you will come to poverty. Open your eyes and be satisfied with bread. B, the sluggard says, there is a lion outside. I will be slain in the streets. <laughs> C, the drunkard and the glutton will come to poverty and drowsiness will clothe them with rags. D, I passed by the field of the sluggard and by the vineyard of the man lacking sense. And there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles, and its stone wall was broken down. When I looked, I considered it. I saw and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and your poverty will come upon you like a robber, and your want like an armed man. E. The sluggard says, There is a roaring lion on the way. A lion is in the streets. As the door turns upon its hinges, so does the sluggard upon his bed. <laughs> the sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He gets weary by bringing it to his mouth again. The sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can answer discreetly. F. The desire of the sluggard puts him to death, for his hands refuse to work. Number eight, concerning becoming a surety. A, take his garment when he becomes a surety for a stranger, and hold the pledge when he becomes surety for foreigners. B, do not be one of those who give their hand as a pledge, or one of those who are a surety for debts. If you have nothing with which to pay, why should your bed be taken away from under you? C. Take the garment of him who is surety for a stranger and hold one in pledge who is surety for a foreign woman. Number nine, concerning the mouth and tongue. A. Whoever guards his mouth and his tongue keeps his soul from troubles. B. He who goes about as a gossip reveals secrets. Therefore, do not associate with one who opens his lips wide. C. Do you see a man who is hasty in his words? There is more hope for a fool than for him. D. It is a snare to a man to rashly say, It is holy, and after making the vows, to begin to consider. Number 10. Concerning fools, like snow in summer and like rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a fool. Like the sparrow in its fluttering, like the swallow in its flying, so a curse without cause does not alight. A whip for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the back of fools. 
Do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. He who sends a message by the hand of a fool cuts off his own feet and drinks violence. Like the legs of the lame which hang down, so is a proverb in the mouth of fools. Like one who binds a stone in a sling, so is he who gives honor to a fool. Like a thorn that goes up into the hand of a drunkard, so is a proverb in the mouth of fools. Like an archer who wounds everyone, so is he who hires a fool or who hires those who pass by. Like a dog that returns to its vomit is a fool who repeats his folly. Do you see a man who is wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Number 11. Concerning contentious women. A. A continual dripping on a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. (laughs) He who restrains her restrains the wind and grasps oil with his right hand. B. It is better to dwell in a corner of a housetop than in a house shared with a contentious woman. It is better to dwell in a desert land than with a contentious and vexing woman. Number 12. Concerning strange women and harlots. A. The mouth of strange women is a deep pit. He with whom Jehovah is indignant will fall in there. B. For a harlot is a deep pit, and an adulteress is a narrow well. Indeed, she lies in wait as a robber, and increases the number of the treacherous among men. C. He who keeps company with harlots wastes his substance. Number 13. Concerning riches. A. The inheritance gained hurriedly at the beginning will not be blessed in the end. B. A faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who makes haste to be rich will not go unpunished. A man who is envious hastens after wealth and does not know that want will come upon him. C. Do not weary yourself to become rich. Cease from your consideration of it. When you set your eyes upon it, it is gone. For wealth certainly makes itself wings like an eagle that flies toward heaven. (laughs) D. The getting of treasures by a lying tongue is a fleeting vapor, a snare of death. All day long one covets greedily, but the righteous man gives and does not hold back. E. The ruler who lacks understanding is also a great oppressor, but he who hates unjust gain will prolong his days. F. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches and favor better than silver and gold. G. Better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than he who is perverse in his ways, though he is rich. Number 14. Concerning truth, wisdom, and knowledge. A. There is gold and an abundance of corals, but the lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. B. My son, eat honey, for it is good, 
and the drippings from the honeycomb, which are sweet to your taste. Know that wisdom is such for your soul. If you find it, then there will be a latter end, and your hope will not be cut off. See, through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established, and by knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. D. Whoever loves wisdom makes his father glad. E. Buy truth and do not sell it. Buy wisdom and instruction and understanding. Listen, my son, and be wise, and direct your heart in the way. Number 15. Concerning forbearance and softness. By forbearance a ruler may be persuaded, and a soft tongue can break the bone. Number 16, concerning working. A. Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. B. The plans of the diligent lead only to plentifulness, but everyone who is hasty comes only to want. Number 17, concerning correcting the children. A. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction will drive it far from him. B. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. C. Do not withhold correction from a child. If you beat him with the rod, he will not die. If you beat him with the rod, you will deliver his soul from Sheol. D. Train up a child according to the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. E. Correct your son, and he will give you rest. He will also give delight to your soul. Number 18. Concerning stripes and reproof. A. Stripes that wound purge away ill evil, and strokes reach the innermost parts of the inner being. B. He who hardens his neck after being often reproved will suddenly be broken beyond remedy. Number 19. Concerning prayers. A. Whoever closes his ear to the cry of the poor man will also cry and will not be heard. B. He who turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Number 20, concerning sacrifice. To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to Jehovah than sacrifice. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination. How much more when he brings it with evil intent? Number 21, concerning the praise from man. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, and a man is tried by the praise given him. Number 22, concerning association with others. A, make no friendship with a man who is given to anger, and with a wrathful man do not go. B, do not associate with those who are given to change. C, he who goes about as a gossip reveals secrets, therefore do not associate with one who opens his lips wide. D, whoever keeps the law is an understanding son, but he who is a companion of gluttons shames his father. I like to say this. 
even a person accepts all these gems, proverbs, and uh, even he would make success, then what would this success be? Just build up himself to be a perfect man. Yet the self has been cultivated to the uttermost. But the Lord Jesus tells us, whosoever will come and follow him must deny himself. Many, many readers, not only of the Proverbs, even of the entire Bible, just receive the teachings, uh, admonitions, exhortations, proverbs, precepts from the Bible to cultivate his natural man, to build up a man who is fully condemned by God. You must learn to come to the Word of God as approaching God, not to receive Proverbs, teachings, but to receive nourishment, enlightenment, that you may know where you are before God and what you have to be in the Lord. That is, you have to be all the time conformed to his death by the power of his resurrection. I hope you could tell me strongly that regardless of what good teaching you could receive from the Bible as long as it is something that builds up yourself, that cultivates your natural man, you have to condemn it. Turn the Bible from a book teaching you to cultivate your natural man and to build up yourself to a book full of life, spirit, spiritual nourishment, and spiritual enlightenment. Then you live a life not by your natural man, not by your old man, not by yourself, but by the Lord Jesus, who is your life, your person, living in your spirit. Then learn to exercise your spirit every day in your daily life, especially in your Bible study. Learn, turn yourself from the mind to the spirit by praying in your spirit. Then the Bible becomes another book as what it should be. Well, I believe this is a classic summary of God's economy as it has been expressed in so many ways throughout this entire life study that has now covered almost 2,000 radio programs. As we've seen in this life study, the Proverbs are gems for man to live a proper human life. But even if man could have a proper, even perfect human life, it would be in vain if it were apart from Christ and the experience of him in our spirit. We have to learn to exercise our spirit, especially when we come to read and study the Bible. 
even a perfected self, needs to be denied to follow the Lord. Well, we've run out of time today. I hope you'll contact us for the printed life study messages and for any more information regarding Living Stream Ministry and the items that we make available to all of God's seekers. Please call us toll-free, 1-888-LIFE-STUDY, 888-543-3788. I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. The focus of Living Stream is the works of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two co-laborers with the Lord in China in the first half of the 20th century. After World War II, Witness Lee brought this ministry first to Taiwan, then later to North America and eventually to the entire world. For more than 20 years, he spoke these life study messages, unveiling how each book of the Bible shows God's eternal plan. God, through Christ, wants to dispense his life and nature into redeemed man so that man would become God's expression, enlargement, counterpart, and habitation. These studies go far beyond mere doctrine and unveil a personal, practical, and experiential Christ. In these short 26-minute programs, we summarize and condense Witness Lee's rich speaking. But to enjoy all the riches in these messages, we hope you'll visit our website at lifestudy.com. There, you can read all of the Life Study messages absolutely free of charge. You can even create your own Life Study reading schedule or download more Life Study audio programs just like this one, and all at no cost. Again, the website, lifestudy.com. Thanks for listening.